Scott and Paul show for the week of October 14th, 2019. I wanted to do a code opening, but I'm just going to do it the old school way. So, Scott. Yeah, I probably should have actually looked over what we're going to do first, but I'm on this new story, so I'm doing it now. We've been over, I don't know how many... <coughs> Ideas for He Man. Oh, yeah. There's a property that's in development hell. Yeah. So now we are talking about Sony Chairman. I forgot the guy's first name, but eh, Rothman. Apparently, he is thinking about taking the film to Netflix. The idea there is that it would allow them to make the movie they want without having to have the risk of putting it in theaters. So, they co-finance it. It'll be a big hit and lots more eyes will see it. A lot of eyes will see it. Of course, there's the... um, Increased market value and all that, but I think the idea is more people. There's more people in America have um, almost more people in America have Netflix than cable. Worldwide, uh, you know, you're, you're going to lose value, but they're thinking yeah. about it. But, I mean, worldwide, it could freaking bomb, too. Bomb hard. That's a property that was... I mean, how much international appeal does that property have? Well, worldwide, how much property value does G.I. Joe have? But yet, it made a lot of money. Transformers it didn't I mean how much money did you think that thing had yeah it made billions yeah and it pretty much just had America and what Japan oh it made money in China too no I mean the original toy lines were pretty much Japan and America right just Japan and America yes I'm assuming probably Canada and Mexico by proxy Future territories of the United States. So I don't know what's going to happen with. Uh, I don't know if Europe had very many. They cared about Transformers. Well, how big is the fantasy genre outside of Star Wars or Lord of the Rings? Does Harry Potter count? And Harry Potter. <laughs> Harry Potter is definitely an upstart, but I mean, I might be wrong. It just doesn't seem like the genre that would succeed worldwide. I think Netflix is a good idea in this case. Without the only thing that sucks about the info that's out right now is the absolute lack of info. You know, director, producer, etc. Who's writing it? Time frame. What kind of funding? 
time. And if it's going to Netflix, you're probably not going to get a lot of funding. Right. I don't know. They spend a lot of money. I was looking at Netflix stock, and they are freaking throwing the billions around. So, I just say, Dolph Lundgren, let's do it. I mean, <laughs> I think they finally just inked one film where you're getting about a hundred, hundred fifty million, two hundred million dollar film. Yeah, Netflix, Netflix is, has investors and financing. So they may throw some cash at it. I mean, I've only watched one episode of Dark Crystal so far, which I liked. But they spent some money on that. Um, I would argue that that has less... Bro- Le- well, shoot, they did... That has less nostalgia, I think. I mean, it's very nostalgic for Dark Crystal. But, you know, people watch Dark Crystal when they were a kid a couple times versus they sat down every Saturday morning to watch He-Man and got the toys for Christmas and all that. I mean, I guess there was some Dark Crystal merchandise. I remember having a storybook, like an audio storybook. I can't remember if it was cassette or record or what, but. Yeah, Masters of the Universe. You're I would think as far as market audience. saturation and blows Dark Crystal out of the water. Yeah. So, hey, I think I think Netflix is a good place for it, though. And if you throw Sira in there, you're gonna get get it as well. Which, from what I understand, they canceled Sira. I think. I thought I saw that it got more episodes or something. I don't I, know. I thought it was canceled, but isn't. Kevin. I don't like a bushy eyebrows, so I haven't watched it. <laughs> eh, you always have problems with animation. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. No, look. They drew... Just Charlie Chaplin. Those are Groucho Mark's eyebrows. Mm-hmm. But that, that's kind of where we're at now on that. I mean, who was the last one attached to it? it wasn't John Woo, was it? The only thing I see is it says here... Kevin Smith produced an anime based on it. That was She-Ra, wasn't it? I don't know. It just says related Kevin Smith to produce Masters of the Universe anime for Netflix. I didn't click on it. Oh, yeah, it was. He was doing Masters of the Universe. That's the one he was going to do. There was another piece of news not too long ago, it seemed like. Maybe that was it. Yeah, he was going to do Masters of the Universe. I mean, whether it's on Netflix or whether it's on... uh, the, at the theater, I'll, I'll check it out unless the trailer's absolutely terrible. And, you know, Tila has thick eyebrows. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, let's go ahead and do this. I, when was this announced? Today? So, more Batman news. We ever talked about something not have thick eyebrows we never talked about Batman casting have we I think this happened when we were gone so Twilight is playing Batman and now Zoe Kravitz is playing Selena Kyle 
looks like a poor man's Angelina. Can't talk all of a sudden. A poor man's Angelina Jolie. At least in this picture, I've seen well, her. Well, I guess I guess poor man's is the wrong way to say it. She looks like a carbon copy of Angelina Jolie. Well, they picked the worst possible picture of her, but yes. I, just, I haven't seen anything with her, so I couldn't tell you. I'm probably going to say I'm not hopeful since it's WB. But I'm going to leave, you know, Robert Pattinson might work out. Affleck was a pleasant surprise. But I just don't know anything about Zoe Kravitz. I'm not hopeful for this film at all. So there. Yeah. There you go. Matt Reeves, uh, off the top of your head, what is he, the Planet of the Apes? Oh, that's right yeah. there. Planet, Planet of the Apes. Apes, yeah. I really like those movies. And one of the Dylan, Planet of the Apes collaborator Dylan Clark will produce. Well, maybe they'll turn out a good script. Well... I don't know what script they're using or whose script they're using. So, either way, this is going to be bad. Yeah. When you're wishing for Batfleck, you've really... (laughs) I never thought I'd wish that Affleck was still Batman. We're so pessimistic. You know, I think this is going to be a great film. I, it still has Warner Brothers taint on it, so it's going to be bad. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I mean, I read a couple of interviews with Robert Patterson. Patterson. Not Patterson. Patterson. And, um, I mean, he's a mark for Batman. I mean, he, when he got the job... He had all kinds of ideas for Batman. He grew up a Batman mark. My understanding well, he is a... he he's doesn't even like the Twilight films. It was a freaking job. Yeah, I mean, the thing with Twilight, it's just like Ben Affleck. You're, you're so used to the wallpaper, you're just not interested in seeing what might be new. Um he was good in the Harry Potter film that he was in years ago. And I watched the first twilight and a half and I was working a night shift job. And, uh, yeah, I mean, he was never the problem. You know, it was, it was the other lead and the script and everything else. Somebody did a comparison of, shot of Robert and um, the animated series The Batman and if you go with that route he does kind of look like that Batman that, that Bruce Wayne well they know who they need to get the voicing <laughs> just do it get Kevin Conroy to voice Batman from here on out I'm not sure was it Tim Stahl who did that Batman voice? Which one? The Batman. Oh, you're talking about... Yeah, the Batman, not... 
Batman animated series, but the Batman, that TV series. That's the one I'm talking about. The Batman um, automatically will always go to the animated series because that's the Batman. No, I'm talking about the animated series, the Batman, not the Batman animated series. Right. But still not the Batman. Yeah, the Batman. (laughs) No, not the (laughs) Batman, but the Batman. Right, the Batman, not the Batman. Right. The Batman with animated series. Yes. I didn't say the greatest yes. Batman series of all time, one of the greatest TV series of all time. I said the Batman. Okay, yeah, that show. Yes. <laughs> I can't remember that guy's name. Because he's on the Batman, not <laughs> the Batman. <laughs> you know, no. The one that had the worst Joker of all time next to uh, the new Suicide Squad Batman. Fake ass. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen it. I've seen it. Jared, I just, Jared I Leto. Know. That that shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I had such high hopes for Jared Leto. Well. Until the first, until the first um, media pick was released. <laughs> you look like some freaking <laughs> meth mouth. Like, yeah. yeah, I'm done with this guy. Yeah. Platinum thing. On to... Let's do ahead and do this. Well, it was the 30th anniversary of Aliens. 40th. Oh, yeah. Well, I, you know, I keep cutting off 10 years from everything. Because I keep thinking that, the, you know, the whole 2000s, they never happened. I guess they did. Because I keep thinking about the Monday Night Wars and the console wars. So that was like, what, t- 10 years ago? No, it wasn't. It was almost 20. <laughs> it was almost 20. Well, so it's the 40th anniversary of Aliens. No. The 40th, 40th anniversary of Alien. I said Aliens. I, I had a silent S at the end. And it was the. What the hell's. Not Fangoria. That was the wrong movie. <laughs> that was the wrong. Phantom. Who the, what the hell? Cinemark's series? What do you say? Old films? I don't know. If there's a series for them? Yes, this is they always do this. Every month they show old films. Oh, well, there's a lot of a lot of theaters do that. Well, this is the series that we go to. Yeah, I usually go to um, Athena Grand, and uh, they have a an old movie every week. Well, but this was a semi, sort of limited release nationwide event well we went and saw Alien so Scott's going to talk about it I'm going to talk about Alien and we're going to talk about Alien disclaimer I haven't had surround sound in my house since like 2009 so maybe if you have a Blu-ray or whatever release the sound would come through and not be a big surprise uh, but we went to the theater, we watched the movie, and the the sound, like, 
there was just a lot of ambient sounds and like alien noises and different things that we had never, neither one of us had ever noticed before. Um, I watch my movies on my big screen TV, but it's, it's the speakers. It's just the TV speakers. I used to have a really nice surround sound system and I got rid of it because of the space it took up. Um, but you know, like, I don't know. It really added to the depth of the film. I think as far as, you know, it just made everything seem more rich. The, uh, of course, you know, like the scene when the alien corners Parker and Lambert, it, I, I never heard the thing making noises before. So, you know, and the noises I thought were well done. Um, there was, you know, different ship sounds. Like I'd never noticed the hall creaking when Brett first enters the area where he gets killed. Uh, if you haven't seen this movie yet, uh, spoiler alert, right? 40 <laughs> years later. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, so, you know, I, I mean, it sounded kind of like a wooden creaking, but I guess it could be the creaking on like a, like kind of like on a naval ship or a, an actual ocean going vessel. Um, Phantom events is what it is. Phantom. Yeah. Yeah. I go to Cinemark theater like once a year. Um, the, uh, chestburster scene. I'd never heard the blood dripping off the table before. Um, so, you know, just a lot of little, little things like that that just really added to the scene and the tone, uh, might have to invest in a surround sound system after that because i was this is the first time i've been to a um 4k theater and it was the first time i'd watched a you know one of the classics like you know a new movie like avengers i'm not going to notice all the sound differences because they're there because i've been listening to high quality sound and all these movies but watching something old like that and then picking up all that new stuff where i haven't had surround um that was pretty awesome so it was almost like watching a film with fresh eyes which brought up some bad things. See, uh, one was I had never noticed the shitty dubbing of Ripley when she's arguing with uh, Parker when he's venting the steam at her. Uh, the, the dubbing was absolutely terrible, and it never really stuck out to me. The her lines just weren't delivered very well in that scene. I noticed that. Um, yeah, it was bad was dialogue too. Yeah, it was bad dialogue. It wasn't well written in that section. Uh, Parker and Brett's side of it was fine. Ripley's was not so good. Um, but yeah, it was pretty shitty dialogue. The dialogue didn't make any sort of logical progression. It was just, it was really out of sync with most of the rest of the film. Um, which isn't to say this is a bad movie by any stretch, but it does have a few moments. Uh, the other one... Let's see. One scene when they're talking to Brett on a radio or over the speaker intercom system and Parker, uh, the captain wants to know, you know, how long it's going to take to get it fixed and stuff. And they answer him on the speaker system. And I don't know if this was intentional or just a bad editing mistake, but they give this the dialogue over the speaker and then they cut to eat all the same dialogue which didn't make sense to me. I mean, I guess it could be by design, but it really just seemed like it was a mistake. How about you, Paul? What do you think of that one? Or did you catch it? 
Uh, yeah. There's a lot of... Mine was more of the... I just noticed the bad cuts, because I haven't seen this movie in a long time. Like when she was looking for Jones, things towards the end. You just know that's our. Yeah. Well, back to the scene where she's arguing with Parker and Brett, and it cuts back and forth between the two of them. Yeah. There were some very jumpy cuts. wasn't smooth. Poor transition. Those are the major things that stick out to me that I'd never noticed before. Uh, one thing I did notice in the 4K is miniatures look more like miniatures in 4K. <laughs> like it, some of the magic is lost. I mean, I, I've always known they're miniatures, but um, yeah, I, I don't know. What happens when we go to 8K? Does it look even more pronounced? 8K is... Um the most resolution that the human eye can see after you go 8k we can't the human eye can't tell the difference between 8k and 12k it all looks the same but i did notice um man it was grainy in some shots aliens is always grainy. yeah yeah i've noticed a little bit of grain some people think it's fine because of the um well it it kind of should be that way because of the um the tone of the film I have an issues with it I can handle a little bit but there was a few times it it's, it was really noticeable yeah depending on the scene it's okay but I don't want yeah, 90% of my movie being perfect and then boom here comes the grain oh there was a like when Brett is entering that chamber where the alien kills him like when they had the close up on his face you could literally count the pores on his skin yeah I mean that was crystal freaking clear most of the film is crystal clear yeah. but there is some graininess here yeah but, I mean, it was an amazing 4K restoration. Like I said, um, unfortunately, I did a lot of retreats at the Disney News. But uh, I did somewhere put the, which I'm pretty sure it's the 40th anniversary 4K Blu-ray that came out earlier this year is the one that they're, they showed tonight. Well, tonight. They showed this week at the theater. That's the one that they showed. So that's the same one that we watched. So you can go out there and yeah, pick that a, up if you want to watch it. It's a weird cover. The, the Blu-ray set has a weird cover for the 4K release. It's like a purplish chromatic color scheme. To the alien. I mean, it's kind of cool looking. It's just weird. I didn't even know, anyways, I didn't even know it came out. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I follow AVP Galaxy, so I, I see everything as soon as it comes out as far as Alien and Predator stuff goes. Um, you know, it, it's it's still a great movie. You know, like I, like I said, I think the film was a little bit better overall because of the sound for me. Um, and 
you got to think I'm an alien, like super fan too. So, but yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. It definitely added the atmosphere. And there was a few things that kind of took me out of it for a second. Um, but it plays tomorrow and Wednesday, I think is the limited release window. So if any interest in catching one of the classics, tomorrow and the next day is your last chance for a while. I know there might be a few theaters. This is not aliens, but there might be a few theaters playing some classic movies like here on, I think Tuesday and Wednesday, one of our theaters is playing Gremlins. That's pretty cool. Yeah. There's a there's a swimming pool, a public pool that every year they do a Jaws. Uh, you float in a pool and watch Jaws uh, up in Ravenswood, West Virginia. Huh. So that's pretty cool. That's really close. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, overall, yeah, it was pretty cool. Would have been nice if we could have sit further back to watch it, see, enjoy a little bit more. There's a lot more people there than I thought. Yeah, the prime seats were taken. Yeah. It was like a mohawk. It was like right up the middle, <laughs> all the way. Yeah. Well, this brings us to Game of the Year, 1992. There was a lot of freaking games released in 1992. We are in the midst of the console war. So we're just releasing everything. I had 30 games. I dropped it down to 26. So I'm trying. Well, let's go through the list we have. Uh, first, let's get a clarification here. Scott, Alien, you want the Genesis version or the Super Nintendo version? Or does it matter? It matters. All right. The, uh, so you want the Genesis version. Different. Super Nintendo sucks. Genesis version, right? Yeah, the Super Nintendo version um, doesn't have the stupid mission timer. It's a better version. Just on that. And better graphics. All right. Either way, neither version should make the cut, in my opinion. <laughs> All right. As much as I love Alien, they're not, it's not going to be top 10 or probably even 15 on this We're list. down to 25 games. All right. We're off the bat. So. Yeah. Uh, and I cut Alien. What do you think of that? <laughs> Scott's not much of a fanboy. Last year, and I wanted to hang myself, but I got through it. Okay. 25 games. Arch Rivals. California Games for Genesis. Captain America and the Avengers. Contra 3, The Alien Wars. Echo the Dolphin. Evander Holyfield's Real Deal Boxing. Jockey Chan's Action Kung Fu. TurboGrafx-16. Jordan vs. Bird. Kirby's Dreamland. Game Boy. Game Boy representing. Legend of Zelda, A Link to the Past. Mega Man 4. Mega Man 5. NCAA Basketball. Night Trap. Out of this world. Sewer Sark. Yes, Sega CD was out in 1992. Sonic 2. Splatterhouse 2. Street Fighter 2. Streets of Rage 2. Super Adventure Island. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 4. Turtles in Time. 
Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the Hyperstone Heist. Yes, we were at that time when a company released one game, but two different versions. The Terminator for Genesis and WWF Super WrestleMania. The Super WrestleMania and the Genesis WrestleMania not come out the same year? Mm, I don't remember. I would say the Genesis version is better because it has special moves. Did it? Yeah, the Super Nintendo version didn't have the special moves. They just everybody did the same thing. Plus, I think the Ultimate Warriors on the on the other version. He's not on the Super WrestleMania. The is Super he? Nintendo version had finishers. Ever Royal Rumble did. Super WrestleMania, you just punch, kick, body slam, hip toss, drop kick, elbow drop. <laughs> Believe me, I played the shit out of that game. And then I would go to Jerome's, and he had the Genesis version, and it was you had the special moves. And I'm pretty sure an extra guy. I could be wrong on the Warrior, but I'm pretty sure Ultimate Warrior was not in the Super Nintendo uh. version. Either way, this game's not going to make it. Let's go ahead. No, I'm let's just, just you know, let's just go ahead and cut that anyway. All right. Fuck you, Wrestlemania. Fuck you, Wrestlemania. Get out of here. All right. Scott, call it. Heads or tails? Uh, heads. Hey Siri, flip a coin. Heads. How the fuck do you win every time? Okay. Um. Jeez, there's only like, like honestly, bad games or not so great games. I see three. Yeah, there's not a lot. This. So cut the Terminator for Genesis. Oh man, that's a good game, but hard. Okay. <laughs> are you sure you're thinking of the Genesis version or are you thinking of the Sega CD game? Sega CD version didn't come out till 93, I think. Yeah, you might be thinking when you're... That was the good Terminator game. And you, like that game was an epic. And then the uh, Term, Terminator 2 version mm, didn't come out till later. The side-scrolling one. Um. Yeah. Well, either one, the side-scrolling one wouldn't make the top 20 on this list. So, <laughs> the, get the fuck out of here, Terminator. Yeah, but the one with the second minister, that was freaking badass. Oh, yeah, T2 Arcade yeah. game. Okay. <clears throat> Screw you, Sewer Sark. Fuck you. I hate that game. Yeah. Yeah, you ghetto Randy Quaid wannabe. Mm. Um, yeah, that game's terrible. All the directional games are pretty bad for the most part. I mean, Dragon's Lair, I think, is passes because of the overall presentation. But um, of speaking of Sega CD, <laughs> bye-bye Night Trap. What? Night Trap? He's not any good. Ah, oh, come on. Dana Plato looking her hottest. That game was badass. And, this, and, and think of all the controversy it caused. I mean, we went to court. Okay, who, who's in that? Dana Plato. Did you say Olivia Debo? No, Dana Plato. Oh, Dana Plato. I thought you said Olivia Debo. I was like, well, wait a minute. I might change my no. mind. <laughs> um, yeah, Night Trap's just, yeah. It was controversial because they wore, you know, lingerie that covered up like freaking 70% of their body. Yeah. <laughs> 
I mean, it wasn't even lingerie. It was just like nightgowns. <sighs> Game was called nightgowns. All right. Hmm. Oh boy. Uh. Oh boy. <laughs> Let's go ahead and get rid of. Oh shit. Well, California Games. Even though this is the first version I played, it's still a rehash from last year's game. Well, two years ago? Either way, it's a rehash. Yeah. Um, NCAA Basketball. Oh, what the fuck, Scott? Is that the Super Nintendo one? Yes. It's the only version. Yeah. Yeah, that was one that didn't have the crowd, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Just blue, it's just blue nothing. That's the best that Super Nintendo can do compared to Genesis. Genesis does when the Nintendo. Whatever. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, Super Nintendo fan. Oh, yeah, you get the next pick. NCAA basketball is not bad. It was, a, it was just, a great game at the time. Yeah. Try getting an NCAA basketball game out now. Uh, oh, boy. Oh, boy. Captain America and the Avengers. Is that the Nintendo version? Genesis. They had the... We're not doing They had the uh, licenses. Yeah, we're not doing the arcade versions, right? No. I can't remember every week. No. I forget every week. No. So no. Yeah, because that game was fucking awesome on the arcade. All right. Um, Arch Rivals. Arch Rivals. And yes... In case anybody's wondering, I do know about the PlayStation 5 update. I just forgot about it. We'll do that right at the end. Oh, real quick. Yes, they announced PlayStation 5 is coming out. Holiday 2020. Man, they are doing haptic feedback for the controller. PlayStation 5 update. The end. Thank you. Have a nice day. Okay. Uh, My turn. That's pretty much all of it. <laughs> yes. We fucking knew the PlayStation 5 was coming out next year. Never go call it PlayStation 5. Let's get rid of... They're not going to win. Mega Man 4. Um, Jordan versus Bird. Ah, oh, what the shit. Scott. I'm slaying basketball games. Yeah, you hate basketball games. And not that I didn't have fun playing any of these. Just with the 15 that's left, it's just not even close. Mega Man 5. I mean, if you put out two Mega Man games in one year, there's something's going on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, they were they were laying it down. Well, didn't 6 and X like come out the same year or 6 and 7 or something? 6 and 7. And these are so, all NES games. You're still putting them out for the old system. Um. Ooh. Echo the Dolphin. Wow. You just hate Genesis. It's a very easy... It's just easy to get lost in that game. It's a poor level design. Fun gameplay, poor level design. Out of this world. Never understood. Pretty revolutionary game. Oh, so was Echo the Dolphin. Oh, yeah. (laughs) All right. Jeez. Well, I guess I'm going to have to put a nail in the last sports game here. Um, 
and it's actually a pretty good boxing game for the time. Uh, Evander Holyfield's Real Deal Boxing uh, was really fun. Yes, it was. And you had that cheat code where you could get the Hulk. What? And he had all the maxed out stats. Yeah, he was green. Oh, yeah, the sure. green guy. I remember him. Yeah, yeah he was basically the Hulk. He just smashed fools. Uh, I was like, what? You can't play as the Hulk. Then I remember there was a green guy. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good game. He was called the Beast or something. Yeah. All right. Yeah, Sega always trying to have their punch out. Buster Douglas and all that. All right. So. Let me get rid of one more. Oh, boy. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Super Adventure Island. That was the one I was eyeballing. Yeah. Um, All right, we're down to the top ten. Contra 3, The Alien Wars. Jackie Chan's Action Kung Fu. It's nice to see a TurboGrafx-16 game make the top ten. Kirby's Dreamland, Legend of Zelda, A Link to the Past. Sonic 2. Splatterhouse 2. Surprised I actually made it this far. Street Fighter 2. Streets of Rage 2. Turtles 4, Turtles in Time, and a Hyperstone Heist. Well, I have a terrible confession to make. You never played Action Kung Fu? Oh, I did. Oh, okay. But I never played Hyperstone Heist. What? Never played it. I know there's a couple differences, levels, there's, sound or it's something. The exact, it's a completely different game than Turtles in Time. Right. Yeah, there's some differences. So. Ain't some difference. The whole fucking game is different. <laughs> Don't they have like the level with the pizza monsters flying at you? Look like Xenos where you're surfing in the sewer. Don't they share that? <clears throat> well, I can tell you this. Hyperstone Heist is better than... At least three games. Cut Jackie Chan. Uh, it's, it's well, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it's better than Jackie Chan. Bye bye, Jackie Chan. Uh, Jackie Chan is an amazing game. Fuck out here, Jackie Chan. That's because you hate China. Washed up. <laughs> Washed up. Right, it's because I love Hong Kong. Uh, Spider House Two. Oh, Blizzard's throwing a band armor. Spider House Two gone. Damn, Gina. Oh, dude. <laughs> well, that's because you got rid of Jackie Chan. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to put it on you to get rid of one of the Turtle games since you played both. Um. Well, because I know it's better than the other three. Kirby's Dreamland. What? <laughs> I'm just screwing with you, man. Uh, I know you're Kirby. You get rid of Kirby. I'm getting rid yeah. of Contra. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, Hyperstone Heist. Got it. Uh, it's not Turtles Four. 
Ooh. Okay. Mm. Well, because I'm a coward, Streets of Rage 2. <laughs> wow. I didn't expect that. Well, I'm not getting rid of Sonic 2. No, you can't do that. Jesus. I think you know which one to get rid of. Yeah. That's still hard, though. Well. You got to think of the two-player element there. <coughs> we got Contra 3, The Alien Wars, Kirby's Dream Land for Game Boy, Legend of Zelda, Link to the Past, Sonic 2, Street Fighter 2, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 4, Turtles in Time. Jesus. Uh, this is a tough list. I wasn't expecting this. Well, uh, I'm gonna have to go with turtles. Cut turtles. Okay, Contra Three. Yes, Kirby, Zelda. If I had another person to play with, I would put turtles top five. But I can play any of the other five solo easier. But two-player Turtles is top five. I can play Street Fighter 2 by myself. I can play Contra by myself. I can play Turtles by myself. I can, I can too. But not as... But not... Yeah. But it's... It, it, a little bit of hit detection issues in that game. I mean, the, <clears throat> the only game on here I don't like is Zelda, but that's because I don't like Zelda games. That doesn't mean I don't like Zelda. Whenever there's a new Zelda game, I mark out and I get excited for it because I like the character, I like the world, I, I love the music. I just don't actually like the games. Yeah, I cut turtles. I cut turtles. Yeah. It's either that or Kirby. I think Kirby's the clear number five here. Mm. Are we going to be like EGM and make Street Fighter 2 the greatest game of all time? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is the greatest game of all time. It's my number one pick. And when Turbo's on the list... Super Street Fighter. Street Fighter well, 3. Well, we know what Dan's going to do. He's going to say Street Fighter 2. I'm going to have to ask him. I'll, 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 I will say this. Street Fighter 2 is my favorite game of all time. But that the two-player element does come in. And I think Legend of Zelda as a core game is better. Wasn't there a... Is there a tournament mode in this one, or is that Super Street Fighter 2? Um, I think it was Street Fighter 2 Turbo. Oh, my God. No, that was, Street, that was Super Street Fighter 2. I prefer Super Street Fighter 2 because you get the extra four, four extra fighters. Yeah, I just hate the fucking sound in that game. But you get the four extra fighters. Oh, that's a huge deal. That is a huge deal. Um... Uh, for sixty friggin' dollars. I think I think 
I think Lincoln Pass is the best single game on there. But my favorite game is Street Fighter 2. I spent more hours playing Street Fighter 2 than any of these other games. I have too. I mean, I have, I have I no problem making Street, Street Fighter 2 number one. Then every game ever. I've I probably one, two, uh, then all those games combined that's left on the list, I've spent more time playing Street Fighter 2. Even though I still think that Zelda as a, as a full experience is better. But I know what I played the most with, and that was with usually with Daniel. So, and my brothers and my nephews and my kids <laughs> now. <laughs> I think Pete. Just everybody on the show knows. There's literally not been a full seven day period since 1992 <laughs> that I have not played at least one or two rounds of Street Fighter 2 of some version. I know, like, even if I'm telling you, oh, Paul ain't played no games this week, I, I, Street Fighter 2 is just such, you know, I'll sit down for five minutes. I got the Super Nintendo Classic hooked up now, or on my Xbox 360, I'll play. HD Remix, I play Street Fighter 2. Just just for a few minutes. I have to have that. It's the constant in your life. Almost 30 years. Yeah, no joke. Yeah. Theme song of your life. Oh yeah. If there's a, if there's a week it's went by I haven't played it, I, I, I would be shocked. Uh, I'm sure people would be pissed if we didn't at least make Zelda number two, even though I like the list as it is. Conch 3 is a damn good game. I just never liked overhead levels in Contra. That's what holds it back from It's kind me. of a gimmick. They wanted to work the Mode 7 in there. Yeah. Super C had them too, and I didn't care for them in Super C. So what, you want Street, Street Fighter 2, Zelda, Contra, Sonic, and Kirby? I would say so, yeah. Or do you like Sonic 2 better than Contra because of the overhead? Yeah, fuck you, Konami. Your overhead bullshit. <laughs> okay, so Street Fighter... Uh... Sonic 2 is a damn good game. Period. Uh. Alright, so... Street Fighter 2, Legend of Zelda, Sonic 2, Contra 3, Kirby Streamland. Is that what you want? Yeah, I think that's I think that's a fair assessment. I mean, only one of those games spawned a movie starring Jean-Claude Van Damme. So it's clearly Street Fighter 2. Alright. <laughs> We got All-American Guile with his American flag tattoos and his Brussels accent. Yeah. Okay. Well, 
Okay, so this should make um, Dan happy. Not that he listens to the show. He stopped listening to the show since we stopped putting it on YouTube. I don't know why he can't download a podcast. But he doesn't have a phone, I guess. Don't you people have phones? So, that's it. Everything is covered. We're good for this week. Anything you want? It's a great week. Yeah. 1993. What? What was you asking me? I was getting ready to say 1993 is the year Mortal Kombat comes out. That's it. World is over. Oh, we we got a debate for next week. Do we? Street Fighter versus Mortal Kombat? Yes, Mortal Kombat. So... Genesis versus Super Nintendo versions. Oh, that's Genesis version. That's clearly Super Nintendo. No, it's Genesis version because there's blood. Mortal Kombat 2, that's when Super Nintendo becomes dominant again. Yeah, whatever. We'll talk about this next week. Because you're clearly wrong. So, is there anything you want to add, Scott? Have you been playing? No, you haven't. I know what you've been doing. (laughs) So... Oh, hopefully everybody's been playing Eternal Darkness. I will try. Yeah. I will try. Remodeling the house and everything else has just been a bitch. Yeah. So, that's it. Next week, at least play some scary evil games. Like, um, Night Trap. Something good. So, that's it. Goodbye.